0: Hello and welcome back to Onto the Ball. This is Saturday game weekend, game week 11. I've got Trav with me today, co-hosting. OB can't make it, he's a bit busy. Trav, how are you?
1: I'm really good. Did a bit of tidying in the house, went out for some food last night. I had a beef rib. Have you ever had beef rib before? No. No. So I, it reminds me of like a tomahawk steak, but I, I wasn't sure how big it was going to be. It was like this big, big, chunky piece of beef with this bone sticking out of the top. Nice. Delicious, mate. little Sounds bit of drizzle like on there. Coat de Boeufs or something. I bet that was right? <laughs> Yeah, it was so, good, mate. <laughs> how much did that cost? It was cost? quite cheap, actually. Um I think the actual meal itself only it cost about 22 quid so it wasn't too bad but a few carrots a bit of veg in there and that, and then I had a little bit of a starter I had some scallops on it as well so it added up at the end nice. I mean. <laughs> how the other half live yeah
0: <laughs> right so this is it big game weekend Nottingham Forest mm. versus Liverpool I'm not sure if we'll be streaming long enough to see the Liverpool side um, and then it's Chelsea versus Manchester United at half past five let's kick off with yeah. Chelsea Man United um Team prediction: who's fit, who's not? Do you expect a result away to Chelsea, who've obviously been in great form since Graham Potter took over? So, yeah. what's your expectations?
1: Well, it's a huge game, just purely based off the other fixtures as well. I mean, Man City play Brighton this weekend. You've got Newcastle playing Spurs tomorrow. You play, obviously, early kickoff, so you can also affect the the league table in terms of the top four. So I think it's a game that we can't afford to lose really because Chelsea are a couple of points clear. But if we can manage to get a win at Stamford Bridge, I think it will put us in a fantastic position. I think we'll go ahead of Chelsea, two points behind Spurs with a game in hand so we can be in the thick of it. Um, Team news-wise, it's probably more of the same. I think Ericsson will probably do a late fitness test because he missed the midweek game. Mm. Martial was out again which is a shame I just don't know when he's going to be back it's been so unfortunate because he had an amazing pre-season but he just can't seem to stay fit the big absentee is obviously Cristiano Ronaldo um, he's still the dominating the headlines still dominating the headlines isn't he
0: where's Where's he that is, going to end um, I know it's easy to say offload him in January if anyone could possibly take him but you've still got November and yeah. December to go through do you think he'll be a disruption to the dressing room toxic or do you think he'll be, as per his Instagram
1: post, he'll be professional and get his head down? I think... I don't, I always think he's going to be a disruption purely from the fact that in his head, he still thinks he's the best player in the world. Do you know what I mean? He's going to find it very difficult to accept that he's not that the same player anymore. Most players at 37 can seem to understand that they need to be rotated and stuff like that. But I think... Because of what he's achieved in the game and the work ethic that he's shown throughout his career and 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 all like if anything it's like that selfishness that he's had to have to get to where he has been I think now that's sort of becoming a, a detriment to him because he's he's so single-minded he can't deviate from the fact that he's not first choice anymore mm. so I don't think he's going to accept any other situation besides being in the starting lineup yes he's sat on the bench yes he's come on yes he's he's kept it hunky-dory to a certain extent. But I I do think there's only so much of that he can take um, before he starts to feel a little bit undermined or a little bit embarrassed about the situation. So, I mean, David Ornstein said something as well, that he just couldn't get a move in the summer. And I think a lot of um, the media reports were the fact that the club wanted to keep him. So from a fan perspective, it's difficult to know what to believe. I personally think... I can see why, in some ways, the club did want to keep him because of his commercial revenues and, and, and his star status. Um, but at the same time, I think Ten Hag probably... I, I mean, you can see Ten Hag wanted to move him on. I mean, if if he was fit and Ten Hag... He was a major part of Ten Hag's plans, he'd be playing. Mm. We haven't got a fit striker, do you know what I mean? He's playing Rashford technically out of position ahead of Ronaldo. Um, and whenever he makes a substitution, sometimes Alanga comes on. He doesn't always come on. He, he's Rashford's ahead of him in the pecking order, put it that way. That's what I'm trying to say yeah. in, in a nutshell. So I think it's only going to get worse from here. Um, but all we can do is keep concentrating on the performances. The performances have been very good. And I think that's the bonus for Ten Hag. He's, he's got that to fall back on. Well, as long as the team's playing well and we keep picking up results, I think Ronaldo is not a thing of the past in that sense but I'll always it, it, it comes secondary um, to all the other issues that we have at the moment
0: Yeah I think um, from an outsider looking in when Ronaldo started getting benched it, it seemed more of a political statement because he wanted to leave yeah. in the summer but the way the performances and the results are coming in it's now become a tactical decision yeah. because you're doing yeah. great without him and I think that's what's making him melt down and get angrier and angrier as you've seen in the yeah. last two performances, he got a start, but then he got took off. He's throwing a strop and then he was on the bench against Spurs. He made a, another gesture to walk off before full time. So it's like you say he's struggling to come to terms with the fact that it is tactical now and he's just he's not in the plans, yeah. he's not in the team. And that, that's just yeah. what's making him angrier and angrier.
1: You called it when when we first made the acquisition in last summer that it was going to end badly. Um, and it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I've made and some big calls, haven't I? You have made some big calls. And, and it was never, ever going to be sustainable bringing back somebody of that age with that sort of ego on that money. Do you know what I mean? And, and we found that as a club now, we probably did want to move him on in the summer in some senses, but we, no one could pay his wage demands. And I don't think anybody wanted the baggage either. Like, all the top clubs, like Bayern Munich, they wanted a striker. Lewandowski left. There was a space there for a top-class striker to come in. They got Marne, but they still could have got another striker as well because Mar- I know Marne's playing in the front three with Sané and stuff. But there was a, a space there. Even Napoli wanted, would have potentially done a swap deal. But I don't think anybody could afford him. That is my genuine, honest opinion. I don't yeah. think anybody could afford to pay for him.
0: But surely, at this stage of his career... Ronaldo can afford to drop his wage demands if he is so protective of his Champions League record he wanted to carry on scoring. Surely Mm. money was not even secondary. Surely that was further down the line to his family, where they live, obviously increasing his Champions League record, scoring more goals. Surely that is more important. Surely, I mean, I can't believe he wouldn't cut his wage demands in half to carry on that. How, How much money does one guy need?
1: This 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 is this leads on to ha- thinking how many options did he actually have? Because when we discussed it in the summer, when he was linked with Chelsea and all these clubs, how genuine was their interest? I think a lot of it was very unsettling for the fans because our fan base is quite divided on Ronaldo. you got a lot of people who still call him the goat and stuff like that, like he's amazing and stuff. And then you've got people that want to move on from him. I was one of those people that... When he first came, he did fantastic in his first season. He scored a lot of goals. But I was also of the opinion uh, that I agreed with you that you couldn't really build your team around him. So it was, he needed to accept the fact that he was going to be a rotational player or he'd have to move. And I understood in the summer from from him not turning up to training in pre-season and stuff like that, that it was going to be a bad choice to try and force him to stay and we're seeing the fruits of that now it's just it's just turned really sour and it's and it's a massive shame from a fan perspective who respects ronaldo and what he's done in the game especially for man united in his first and um i respect him massively for that but for it to end the way it's ending now it's just a huge shame and i think if if we can resolve it and we can just sort of drag it to the end of the season and he just leaves then i think that's going to probably be the best possible solution for all parties to be fair.
0: Yeah, in hindsight is obviously a wonderful thing, but the Manchester Mm. City move was more suited to him eighteen months ago. Obviously United nicked him off Man City. um, but Man City had no striker, Aguero had left and he would have been more suited to that rotational where he plays the important games, twenty games in the league, maybe five to ten more in the Champions League. He'd get his games thirty starts, he'd scored the goals, it would have just fitted him more. And when you look at this summer just gone as well, Chelsea would have been perfect for him because they they like a focal striker, um, which would suit Ronaldo more. He doesn't want to be running about um, like a headless chicken. He doesn't want to be pressing from the front. So that that move made a lot of sense as well. Now they've ended up with Aubameyang. And when you talk about focal strikers, they've always liked that with Drogba, Lukaku. Mm. They tried Werner, who obviously wasn't working out, and he left. So like you say there's been there's been options there and you can only imagine that his wage demands ruled these options out and yeah. it begs the question is money that important and it obviously must be yeah um so team what what do you think the team would be formation um i genuinely
1: think that he's going to stick with what we went with against spurs to be honest i don't think there's any gonna be any need to risk Ericsson to be fair. I mean, especially in this game where we're gonna be doing a lot of running, Chelsea have got a lot of power in midfield and stuff. And like you said, they're on a good run um under Potter. I think they've just drawn against Brentford, but apart from that, they've won every game um in the league. So they're on a good run. And this is going to be a big, big test and a marker of where we're sort of at, especially because we've lost We've done well against the big sides but we lost away at man city so this is at Stamford bridge so it's going to be a test of our away form against another big six club um sure is sure got and, the left back shirt now is that is that
0: his I think, for Malassia to um
1: back? i think so yeah i think as i said on the last stream i think he's responded well and he does do this in his initial stages well, you can see physically as well. I mean, I, I don't like to talk necessarily about people's weight and stuff, but because Rooney was one of those players where his weight fluctuated and it did affect his didn't affect his performance. But I think with Shaw, it actually does. Like you can see when when he just put a little few pounds on, he doesn't play the same. And he's trimmed up. I could yeah. not believe the pictures on Twitter of Luke Shaw. I thought he was just so looked shocked. like a different yeah, I did. I did. He just looked like a totally different person and fair play to him. He's really got himself in good shape and he's playing well. So, yeah, I think the left-back spot is his to lose at the moment. But so the good that's... thing is, is Mal- Malassi is young too. Yeah, absolutely. Um So, so it's it's all good competition. They'll be learning off each other and training. Um, but I think we'll, we'll go with the same. I think, like, Casemiro now is um laid down that position in the whole in the holding role. You can see he's gonna he's made that his now. I think that Man City game sort of was a little bit of a blessing in disguise for that position. And he came in straight afterwards and it was perfect time. So I think he'll keep his spot. So it's going the to be is, and one other out of Fred McTominay. McTominay Ericsson yeah I reckon he'll I reckon he'll stick with Fred just mm-hmm. purely based on his last performance. I don't think he'll bring McTominay back I don't. I don't think you'll rush Ericsson back either. So I think you'll go Casemiro, Fred, Antony picks itself, mm-hmm. and then then it's between. I think Rashford will play centre forward. Um, Jaden Sancho has been in and out of the team quite recently, but with Ronaldo not being there, I can see Jaden Sancho starting as well mm-hmm. um, on the left, and I think that will complete the team. The rest of the back line: Varane, Martin, as their staple now. Clean. Varane's kept. Um, He's conceded two goals in the eight games that he's played and we've won them all since he's come back. So (laughs) I did say, if that guy stays fit... We just need him injured
0: again soon, just
1: like (laughs) Joel Matip. It makes a huge difference to us as a unit. And like people talk about, oh, he can't play out and, and all these like flaws in his game in terms of his passing ability and stuff. But it's just irrelevant. Like when we play out the back, Martinez is the one that's the ball player. He's the one that plays it into midfield and stuff like that. You always need one of your defenders to just be a little bit rough and ready and just ready to defend. And he is that person. He's quick across the ground. He just, the timing of his interceptions covers the near post. He reminds me of Rio Ferdinand a little bit um, in the way he plays and how athletic he is. I think Rio was a better ball player than him. Um, but, they're very similar in that type. And I, I think the, the back four's has given us a good foundation with Casemiro sitting in front. And I feel confident going into games now that we're not going to concede many goals. So I think it's going to be tight. Chelsea are on good form. Um, Chelsea seem to you rest want me to a th-
0: lot. Chelsea seem
1: to rest a lot. Did you
0: look at the team on um, Tuesday night, was it? Or Wednesday night? Yeah, against Brentford. They drew them yeah. new and I noticed Sterling wasn't playing. Yeah, that can only have been resting him for. They played that Broa, is it? Armando, yeah, Broja yeah. or Broa? Yeah,
1: Broja. Yeah, he was on South, at loan on Southampton um, at Southampton last year, yeah. and he's come back. He's only a young striker. He's got good potential. I know a lot of big clubs yeah. were looking at him. He's scored um, a couple of goals already, so they'll be dangerous. I expect Aubameyang to play like I said. I expect yeah. Sterling to come back in. Sterling um, and Aubameyang
0: were rested Wednesday night. They both come off the bench. Yeah. Christian Pulisic uh, Yeah Kovacic So to me yeah, that team, they they rested quite a few and Jorginho Jorginho uh, played yeah, yeah.
1: they went Kikarelle. with a back,
0: they went with a back 3 again Yeah Potter, Potter seems to be fluctuating between a back 4 or a back 3 yeah Koulibaly Chalabat and Azpilicueta with Kickerrell on the the left so that yeah. that must have meant he rested Chilwell again or is he injured
1: I'm not sure if he's injured actually Chilwell. Yeah, he wasn't. But he, did, he, he did a back three sometimes at Brighton as well. So, I mean, yeah. the Chelsea players are familiar with it. They've been doing that for years under a couple yeah. of different managers' content, stuff like that. So the back three is not really alien to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Fafana and Reese James being out are big blows. They're quite long-term absentees. Mm-hmm. Um, big blows for Chelsea, I think. That when they come back into the team they're going to go from strength to strength I was a bit dubious about how Potter would do with that Chelsea the makeup of that Chelsea squad but mm. well, he's he's coming and he's hit the ground running it and sometimes you get that new manager bounce but I just don't think you can doubt anything about his coaching credentials but it's going to be interesting to see how he gets on when the going gets tough and he, and he drops a few points and he loses a couple and he has to start rotating the team which he's doing a lot now but when when it's must win games i i think i I think this is a a must win game for chelsea if they've got any sort of title ambition this year i'm not sure what their expectations were at the start of the season not really delved into it so much but to me they were settled they had two cool he he had come and won the champions league and stuff and it was going to be the start of his i think it was his third year there's no way i thought he was going to get sacked so it's come as a big surprise Mm. so it's going to be interesting to see if chelsea like sort of start again and say, right, we're going to rebuild under this manager, go for that patient approach, because they're not normally like that. Mm. But it's a new owner, new manager, a lot of it's fresh. So again, I'm looking forward to the game. It's going to be interesting.
0: Well, I think Potter's been well-received in the dressing room because he got a a fresh trim off the player's barber, didn't he? Did you read that? Yeah,
1: (laughs) I did see that, yeah. They said the glow. They said the actual pictures next to each other. Yeah, the glow ups incredible because he just looked washed and looked like a homeless person. Yeah. right
0: he looked like and Ian. Then now Biel. he's
1: got. He,
0: he used to look like. You remember when Ian Beale lost all his money? That's what he used to look like. And uh yeah, now he looks like the Wolf of Wall Street, the Wolf of Stamford. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, fair play, Jim. Like you say, he's, he's got yeah. that degree in what is this degree in? in emotional intelligence or something like that he's got a degree yeah he's got something um so he obviously knows how to talk talk to people yeah um sure but yeah this is one of them games for me for for a neutral you know we mentioned about arsenal spurs a couple of weeks ago on the stream and i think we both said whoever's at home will win that and arsenal did 3-1 arsenal liverpool yeah yeah yeah, 3-2 was it arsenal liverpool yeah that was another one whoever is at home I thought would win that Arsenal won it yeah. I think this is another one of them Chelsea have got to be looking to win this 2-1 3-1 3-2 because you know at this level and if you want uh, top four you've got to get results against the other top six the other big six yeah. at home so yeah. I think they're going to be ambitious like I say the rest of some players Wednesday night so it's it's going to be a barnstorming game for me and I can't wait to watch it
1: yeah. Score predictions?
0: Uh, as I just said, because Chelsea are at home, if Man United were yeah. at home, I'd say 2-1 Man United. Chelsea are at home, I'm going to go 2-1
1: Chelsea. What about you? Yeah. I'm going to go for 1-1. That 1-2. That is... Yeah, I'm going to go for 1-1. I, but I wouldn't be surprised if Chelsea just nicked it because our record at Stamford Bridge is poor, really. We went for a little purple patch where I think it was under... Um, Van Hall, where we did all right in the cups and stuff like that but then since then we've, it, we've just been terrible at Stamford Bridge so it wouldn't be surprised me if we lost at all Um I'm going to go 1-1 though just because of the way we're playing and the form that we're in off the back of that result and I would take that now if you ask me now would I take a draw I'd say yeah because it's only going to get easier from here when I think about This will be the, what, 12th fixture, 11th fixture. Mm -hmm. In those fixtures, we've already played Liverpool, we've played Arsenal, we'll have played Chelsea, City, Spurs. Do you know what I mean? We've played five out of the top six already. And I know some of them have been at home. But I think if we can go on beating in this Chelsea game and then we can kick on before the World Cup and win two, three, four on the spin, it's going to put us in a healthy position. So, yeah, Yeah. I'm hoping for a win. I'm going to go a 1-1 draw. I wouldn't be surprised if we lost as well. That's not me sitting on the fence. I'm going to go for 1-1. One, one.
0: Yeah, but the thing is with this season and the big six as we call them or can Newcastle make it a big seven? Probably, they're up there in the league. Yeah. A draw yeah. is like a defeat this season, isn't it?
1: I know. Dropping I know.
0: two points is like, it feels like a defeat.
1: Um, yeah, well it is. And I think the belief is an important thing, the self-belief, because like if we've got to believe that we can go there and win, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like we've not had that mentality. I, I mean, from a fan perspective, it's easy to say like, oh, I take the point now. But like you said, there's no margin for error now. A draw can feel like a defeat, mm-hmm. um, so you've got to go there and, and try and win the game and be positive. And it, it depends how the game pans out. Obviously, I think we'll be, we'll approach the game very, very compact, very tight. Obviously, they play with wing backs, so there's going to be a lot of whip. So we've got to be very cautious in wide areas. And I think the first 15 minutes, we're just going to probably draw Chelsea onto us, see what they've got from an attacking sense, see how fast they start. I don't think we're going to come out of the blocks or guns blazing, try and get a little bit of possession and stuff. And then just try and get the counter attack going as soon as possible with the likes of Anthony and Rashford and stuff. Because if they defend high, they will give us chances. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how high their line is when they start the game. They have not I don't think they're blessed with blistering pace at centre back, especially with James and Fafana injured. They've got like Koulibaly, who's who's powerful, but he's not like blistering, like he ain't got blistering pace. He's not gonna catch Rashford, put it that way. Mm-hmm. And Tiago Silva as well, he's the same, he's in his he's in his late thirties. So mm-hmm. there's gonna be chances for us to explore their weaknesses. And and I'm just positive and I hope we can do that. Yeah, it's gonna be a good game. Like I said, I can't wait
0: um mm. on to Liverpool
1: yeah the early kickoff yeah away Team to, news ain't out yeah is it
0: no 15 minutes we might actually catch it while we're on this the stream um obviously yeah. your hometown of Nottingham yeah um I can't believe they give cooper a new contract I thought he was going to mm-hmm. be sacked it's it seems to be going disastrous. that was an interesting
1: wrong. interesting one I had this discussion with somebody actually because they said the same thing as you like why have they giving him a new deal but I think it's out of respect like I don't think in a weird way I don't think it guarantees that he's going to keep his job mm-hmm. I think it's like a mutual handshake to say if you're not good enough we're going to pay you for what you've done for the club and stuff like that maybe that's a, the way maybe I a, see it assigned to the players do you think assigned to the dressing room we're backing the manager so you need to Yeah, put your yeah finger there's that out as something. well Yeah I think there's that as well I think that's important for a player especially those players who came up with him from the championship, because they're going to back him to the hill. You, you know, this league's very unforgiving and for a newly promoted team, they've spent a lot of money bought and bought in a lot of players. Mm-hmm. So if oh, any yeah. other new manager, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, you know yourself, if a new manager came into any team and was given 22 new players, you'd probably say it's going to take a couple of months before before they start gelling. Mm-hmm. But you don't really get the time, and that's that's the unfortunate thing for Cooper. So today he's got. It's an early kickoff. Early sometimes the early games or the late games provide dodgy results. Um, I'm not. Don't don't. I'm not saying it up. I'm not saying it up. I promise. But no, they can. I think that just from in terms of Forest's approach, though, they've got to start this game quickly. They can't let you settle. So they're winless. Um, they're winless in eight.
0: Yeah, they've lost six and drew two of them
1: they're on a poor
0: poor they're run. on a poor poor run um mm. but yeah i mean obviously cooper and all his sign-ins i mean they they gained promotion with a lot of lone players i, I, I haven't done the stats i looked into it myself this that's only what i've read or heard yeah. on the news so obviously it is a new squad that they put together how much mm. strategy went into that i don't know i don't no one knows if it was cooper that signed all them players but Obviously, yeah. from today, I'm hoping they make it nine winless. And obviously, from a Liverpool <laughs> point of view, we just want to get in there, get the job done, not have yeah. the early kickoff jinx, throw up a surprise, um, and make it nine points from nine. Um, yeah, but we've we've obviously got our injury concerns as well.
1: What's you um, your team news looking like?
0: Well alexander Arnold, like I say, he's he's going to hold his place. He's going to we're not going to go back to Milner. I can't see it anyway. Um, so, I think oh, is he fit now? Is he fit? Yeah, he he was he pretty much didn't miss a game. He was on the bench the following game after the Arsenal game against Man City. Okay. He came on just for the last couple of minutes, so that was a surprise that he was even on the bench. And then he started against West Ham, so I do believe he'll still be at right back despite the last couple of minutes against West Ham. Yeah. They should have equalised if it went for big James Milner. Um, and Simicast yeah. started at left back, but I think that was more to do with Robertson just being exhausted after coming back from an injury and then playing ninety minutes against um Man City. So he come on for the last yeah. ten minutes against West Ham. So yeah, I think it'll be back to back to the normal Alexander Arnold at right back. Gomez, Van Dyke in the centre, Robertson at the back. And then it's midfield. I've seen pictures of Cater and Oxley chamberlain back in training. And right. This feels like one of them games where when you've got a lot of games in a short space of time, Jurgen Klopp would normally throw in a bit of a bit of a curveball and he'd, out of nowhere he'd start like Origi up front and right. Oxlade-Chamberlain in the midfield instead of Henderson, Thiago, something like that. This feels like this could be one of them games. I don't know how close yeah. they are to being match fit, um, it, but it's also it's hard to predict the starting lineup again because we don't know what formation we're, we're going to be playing anymore, which is a good thing because if if we can't guess it, then how yeah. can the opposition? Um, yeah, I do th- think that the four three three is has seen its day. I can't imagine Klopp going back to that. However, when I think of the players that are fit at the moment, especially up top, with not having Diaz and Jota, it, it's looking appealing going four three three with Nunes on the left. Firmino in the middle and Salah on the right, but I don't think he'll do yeah. that. I honestly th- no. think he's gone off four three three. One of the surprising things, uh, and surprising in a good way, is that Elliot seems to be nailing down a starting place. He seems to be like the the go to well. yeah the go to player for Jurgen um, in the last couple of games, and that might be good for England. He might be a surprise call up for the World Cup. You never know. Stranger things have happened. Yeah. Um, but that's putting pressure on Henderson. Because Henderson's not in great form, Elliot's outperforming him, um, and especially if we go for the the four four two or the four two four, I could see Elliot out on the right again to give Trent Arnold that protection on the right hand side, and that would probably see Fabinho and Thiago in the centre, um, and that would leave Salah and Fabinho up top with maybe. Nunes off the left but again yeah. like you say I'm, I'm only I'm basically reading out players that I know I fit it's it, it really is bad yeah. times I, I just wanted
1: to touch on Harvey Elliott actually because I just wanted your thoughts on him because I've been really impressed by him because when he went out on loan I think he went to Blackburn on loan didn't he a couple of seasons ago and I think there were some doubts about like his attitude and his focus and I think everyone knew he had such good technical ability and how much of a good player he was. Mm-hmm. Well I just wanted your thoughts on like since he's come back in, like, have you been impressed with how he's responded to his first you know, opportunities and can you see him having a like a long term future and what position do you see him nailing down?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I do I've said um in my Liverpool group chat, I don't know if he's got the pace to play in a front front three. So I actually feel that this formation change, change suits him on the right-hand side of a 4-2-4 or a four-four-two, because he can get in attacking mm-hmm. areas and he's got the, the stamina and the energy to get back and help out defensively as well, which, again, yeah. we 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 don't even want Salah in defensive positions, to be honest. So it, it does fit in that way. So, yeah he's, yeah, he's come on so much. I didn't hear anything negative from um, his time at Blackburn, so that surprises yeah. me. From what I heard, he was well-received and the Blackburn yeah. squad were really sorry to see him go. He was he was a real popular member of the dressing room, and I yeah. know that the the Liverpool dressing room really missed him as well when he went to Blackburn. The right. the coaches said they couldn't wait for him to come back. Pep Linders mentioned it a couple of times. That he's got high hopes, so yeah, he's he's, he's going to be a talent. And him and mm. the the other young lad Carvalho, who who could also start today. Like I say, it's it's really hard to predict a starting lineup. Um, the only other thing. Is that um, Nunez might have a bit of a, a strain, so so right. he is actually a doubt. So again, that'll be
1: that limits you then. Doesn't that it limits to Firmino you. And Salah.
0: It might end up being playing into the hands more of a four four two. So that'll be yeah. Salah and Firmino up top, and then Carvalho would start on the left. Um, but yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I want yeah. I want to say we're building up ahead of steam, but like I said on the last stream, we looked fantastic in the first half against West Ham, and then we're hanging on in the second half. So when you're doing well, you you're thinking we're back, and in the second yeah. half where we were holding on, um, it, you start thinking of the injuries. Then thinking we're not back. We've got too many injuries, and we're kind of patching up this and that. But I really I really hope today we can just get into Nottingham, get the three points, and get out with no drama and. God forbid,
1: no more injuries. Well, two clean sheets in two. Like you said, you've got to just go there and Mm. really set precedence, like start on the front foot. Um, It's going to be interesting, isn't it? Because... um, Again, Forest need the points as well and they're going to be pumped, their crowd's going to be behind them. I think the support for Forest has still been as strong as ever. They've got a good crowd down there at the City ground. Mm. So it's going to be intimidating. I know you played them in the FA Cup last year and I know you rotated a lot and that was a very tough game for you. I think Mm. you nicked that game 1-0 quite late in the day. So Forest will be hoping for a sort of similar performance to that of last year um, um, going into that game. But I think on um, with, with Liverpool's turnaround from Man City, I think it's revitalised you a little bit mm-hmm. going into that game. And I do I'm quite confident that Liverpool are gonna get the three points. I, I, for me it's it's got two nil written all over it. A Liverpool early goal forest probably knock on the door huff and puff, but I think the quality will see through at the end. I think you'll just go on to win two nil, clean sheet again. Um and it just keeps the run going for me. Yeah, I'd take I'd take 2-0 right now, to be honest.
0: Another cleanie builds the confidence. And the Gomez for England bandwagon will gain a bit more momentum. Van Dijk, yeah. I've heard people say he's back to his best now after the last couple of games, and, and I really do hope he is. <laughs> and Alisson has just been amazing. It's pretty yeah. much down to Alisson. We've had the two clean sheets in a row. Did you see the penalty save against West Ham? Yeah against Bowen,
1: yeah against Jared Bowen. Yeah, it, it, I do it, like yeah. Alisson. I do banter like he's got a gaff in him because I do think he has got a mistake in him from time to time, but it's not often. I think he is top draw, like when, when you look at all the components of what a top keeper is, good with his feet, distribution's excellent, stays big, doesn't go down quickly. Um, makes the goal really really small is he is top drawer, and he's very commanding and dominant as well and that's what you want from a keeper and all your defenders trust him and stuff and when he's in good form generally liverpool tend to win the majority of their games along with van dyke and a couple of others just uh, wanted to touch on fabinho as well and um, where do you see him coming back into form um, do you see it any, coming anytime soon or is he, is he in Klopp, not Klopp's plan so to speak, but is he going to get a run of games again? Because I know he came out of the team. but
0: Yeah, he's, he's a real enigma at the minute because obviously if you watch the game against Man City, um, yeah. he, he was back and you're thinking that's it. But all the players were back, of course, from 1 to 11, they were all just amazing. Um, yeah. But then he come on against West Ham during the week and he got slated in the ratings of one of the Liverpool pages I follow. Yeah. He said he couldn't move, he couldn't turn. They don't know what's happened to him. I didn't notice it that much myself, um, yeah. mainly because he come on in the second half and by then I was watching the game through my fingers, fearing the worst. Um, and I was yeah. on a, I was on a dodgy stream as well. I was still in Greece. So I didn't notice it yeah. myself, right. but Yeah. But obviously I read that and I thought that doesn't sound good. So I, I really don't know. He's, he's going to be 29 soon. I refuse right. to believe that this is the start of a decline. I'm pretty sure nah. it's form and he's going to find his feet again. um, And it, it needs to be soon, like I say, we've got um
1: is he going is he will he go to the world cup because i know he's i know he's second choice behind casemiro in terms of that dm spot and fred plays next to casemiro but well, he normally travels with the squad though doesn't he
0: yeah he, him and alisson normally always travel bobby Firmino's in and out who knows yeah. bobby Firmino could go to the world cup the way he's playing i said on the last i trip, think he's, he's got un, to go sure yeah he's undroppable at the minute he's he's getting the goals adding the goals the link up play but fabinho yeah. yeah i don't know you you're the international ball expert out of us um yeah so I, I really don't know i really don't know yeah i barely know who'll go to england to be honest never mind brazil yeah
1: <laughs> that's for another show for sure the england <laughs> yeah. setup jeez we could do a couple of hours on that and where that where that's at at the moment but not not confident going into the world cup at all with the, with the way england are shaping up at the moment no now what's your score prediction for today then liverpool um So, I'm going to rule with my heart, of course.
0: So, I'm going to. I mean, it's hard. We're going to know. The team's going to be announced in two minutes. We're going to know if Nunes is fit or not. Yeah. I want to go for a 3 0 or a 4 1. So, a three goal margin. I've got to think that all these chances we're getting that that Nunes is either hitting the keeper or hitting the post. Sooner or later, he's going to bag a hat trick. If he starts today, today could be the day. Salah seems to have found his feet, especially in this new position up front. We're going to batter someone soon. Today could be the day, and I hope it is, obviously. This could be another opportunity for you to start up our TikTok page of me saying we're going to batter someone soon, (laughs) and then 1-0 Forrest. And beat you (laughs) 1-0.
1: I bloody hope oh, not. Um, oh, but you can, no. you
0: can almost hear the fear in my voice, can't you? I just want to get to Nottingham, yeah. get the three points, and get out. I want yeah, this. Yeah, get getting out. Yeah, I want Live this. Boss. This nine points from nine. I want it so bad. We'll go above using the league on goal difference if we win this early kickoff. Yeah. And it, like mm. I say, if we could be sat in the top four going into the World Cup, it'll have a different vibe around the club, a different feel. We've got to pray that we're going to do a little bit of business in January, we've got to be, when I see we've got a net spend of 5 million for this summer, Arsenal have obviously spent 300 million over the last summer, I read that they're lining up two incomings in the January transfer window, they're signing more players and I'm sat there thinking, what about us, we must be lining people up, Uh, worst case scenario, if that doesn't come off, imagine we announced a, a Bellingham deal in January for the end of the season it's all lined up ...signed and sealed... ...that that would probably be enough... ...for the Liverpool fans... ...can't see it myself... Yeah, ...through the season... Yeah, ...yeah I can't see it myself but... Um, ...yeah top four... ...during the World Cup... ...and I'll be quite a happy man... ...but like you say that's there's quite a few games... ...to play before then... ...and there's yeah. lots of other teams with that ambition too... ...so let's see what happens... ...by yeah. half past seven tonight... ...we've played... ...you've played Chelsea... Is Man City Brighton today? Yeah, it's at three o'clock. What a massive, massive day. Imagine Brighton could it's, pull off a, a bit yeah, of a short. Yeah,
1: Brighton could do something in that game. You, you can't rule it out. Yeah, expect City to win at home, oh, especially yeah, on, the, on the back of a defeat. Pep's going to be right into him after the defeat at Anfield. Yeah, But you just never know. Spurs, Newcastle's another dodgy one. Spurs off the back of a defeat. Not really playing amazing football, but getting results by the United game. But Newcastle are actually on a good little run. Hard to be, especially away from home as well, picked up some good results on the road. So that you wouldn't want to put on a coupon this weekend, put it that way, because no. you, <laughs> you, you're probably not going to win much, to be right. fair. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be watching a few of the games this weekend. I'll be watching yours in an hour. I'll watch our game and I'll probably watch um, this Spurs game tomorrow as well. Probably
0: watch that. Right, the teams so. are in. Are they in? Yeah.
1: Gone. Shoot. It's bad.
0: Shoot. Is it not good? Uh, Nunes do you know is what? It, is he? Nah, Nunez is not even on the bench. What? No. Nah. Um, I was about to say something there, and I, I and I've stopped myself from saying it. That's out of order. I was about to say Milner's right back, but why not? We looked more solid with Milner at right back against Man City. No Trent again. Than we did against. Bench.
1: Trent bench.
0: Yeah. Chamberlain's on the bench. So what's he gone with then? Okay, it looks, well, Sky Sports have put it down as a 4-3-3. Um, mm-hmm. It won't be a 4-3-3, I don't think. So it's Milner right back, Gomez, Van Dijk, Robertson's back in, thankfully. Yeah. Then he's got Fabinho and Curtis Jones. I think that'll be it in the middle. Javier on yeah. the right, Carvalho on the left, and Firmino and Salah up front. They'd put it in a four-three-three with Jones, Elliot, and Fabinho with Carvalho on the the left of the front three, but it won't. It'll be four-two-four uh, in possession, four-four-two out of possession. So you on don't the bench, nah, I don't. Well, on the bench is Alexander Arnold. What? What does this mean? What? <laughs> what does this mean? He's not forward? fancying
1: him, mate. He's not fancying him.
0: Henderson the on minute. the bench. Chamberlain's man. Hendo mate. as well. Yeah. Like I said, Elliot has got the shirt over Henderson now. That's pretty much a given. Simakas drops to the bench. We've not got much on the bench. We've got Simakas, Trent, Oxlade-Chamberlain, and Henderson, and then a bunch of youths. Nat Phillips, Badsejic,
1: Badsejic, and Bobby Clark. Hendo don't even start for England either now. He's, He's struggling, mate. I think his days are numbered at Liverpool. To be fair, Jordan Henderson. Yeah. I do think Trends this is, the start. Out of form.
0: This is yeah. the start of the decline for Henderson. Um, I think old age and injuries are catching up with him. I think he's 33 yeah. soon. I'm sure he is. Is he? Or oh, he's not yeah, he's long. Finished. He's not long. Turned 32. Uh, yeah. Let's have a look.
1: It's um, on BT Sport, isn't
0: it? BT, yeah, BT Sport, the program yeah. will it started now. He's 32. Yeah, he's turned 32 in June so 33 on his next birthday it might just be rotation looking at it now he's uh and oh no, i started four games in a row then bench against city started against west ham Bench. um can i yeah, change can i feeling, change my score feeling. prediction <laughs>
1: <laughs> no mate that's been locked in mate you can't cash <laughs> out yet wait till kick off
0: do you know the um <laughs> do you know the forest side I don't know any of it. Obviously, I know some of the well-known ones. They've got Nico Williams. They bought from, from us. Uh, they've obviously yeah. got uh, Jesse Lingard. I want... Is Nia Kite you...
1: centre-back? No. Oh, he's a striker. Big, powerful centre-back. Can't he used con- to, um, Centre-forward. Can't yeah. really control the ball, though. Yeah, he used he's to play like for right. Liverpool, he did. Did he? Yeah. We
0: sold him to a German, Gibbs White. So. Gibbs
1: White started really well this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gives White. Nico Williams has gone to left back. He's normally a right back. So did yeah. they get yeah, Sergio from there's... Spurs? No, nah, he went to Villarreal last year, and then he was on a free transfer. Right. So he ran out of contract. Henderson's obviously unknown from United in goal, but he's he's been shipping loads of goals. He had a good game last game in the draw against Brighton, but apart from that, he's been doing poor. Jesse Lingard keeps his place, but I don't think he's been playing great recently. Mm-hmm. Um, that Joe Worrell played when, well against us in the FA
0: Cup last season I remember yeah. saying he's a, a player I checked his age he's only 25 but he's
1: been on the bench the last five games yeah he's them. not he has been yeah yeah I still think you've got enough but like you said it's not you've got a very very depleted lineup. to be fair a lot of players missing out of that um, especially midfield Tiago not playing um Diaz is obviously a long-term absentee. No Jota as well. So if 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 there's a day where Forrest can get a result, <laughs> oh, don't, today, mate, don't say it, please. You're nervous, aren't you? You're nervous. Go and get yourself a big big mug of coffee and a peppermint tea. Yeah. Ready for the game. That's what I'm going to do right now. Thiago's not even ready. on the bench either, is he?
0: Nah. Hope he hasn't got a knock.
1: Has, right. Yeah.
0: So let's go. Let's watch the the drama unfold. And uh, ready, early kickoff. Yeah, we'll get on for a stream tomorrow at some point, and uh, yeah, ana- analyze the games and see where we are in the league. Who shone? Let's review. It all. Who who flopped? And yeah, see who's happy out of me and you. Hopefully, both mm. of us. Yeah.
1: Hopefully, yeah, yeah. We'll go with that. <laughs> let's hope we're both happy, mate. Yeah,
0: nice one. Okay, right. Enjoy the weekend. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a good
1: one, mate. I'll Cheers, see you Travis. soon.
0: See you later, mate. Nice one. Bye-bye.